Oh yeah, man. We're starting off. Um, disclaimer: If you are sensitive, I suggest you avoid the first part of this show. But um, the episode is called "My Picks for uh, NBA All Stars." All Star picks. I'm going five through twelve, but we have some shit to talk about way before we even get to that. Let's talk about the LeBron privilege. I said it. Now, when you've been the face of the league for like 20 years, you get a lot of privileges. You get a lot of cachet. You know, in certain games, when you're playing elite talent, everything will go in your direction. They will rig that shit. Like, I'll give you an example, right? The Sacramento Kings were... Game six away from winning the NBA championship. They were up at halftime, and all of a sudden, bam. The Lakers go to the free throw line a record amount of times, and the referee rigged it. And the Lakers were like the team that everybody wanted to win because of Kobe and Shaq's chemistry. I mean, Shaq had some cachet back then. Phil Jackson had cachet. But LeBron had a lady in in one of his games. It was a Karen. And she was just flying off the handle, saying, I'll fuck you up, and all this other shit. Listen, man. Right after this confrontation happened, the lady was escorted out of the game, as she should have been. But in that game, LeBron only shot 5 of 12 from the field. You remember back in the day when Spike Lee was heckling Reggie Miller? And after that, Reggie proceeded to hit six straight threes in the playoffs against the Knicks to cap off the win. Now, I've seen MJ and Kobe get heckled all the fucking time. And they don't shoot five of 12 from the field after they got heckled. Nor will they stat line say five of 12. Now, I see... Both sides of the coin. You don't want nobody disturbing you at your job. So that bitch was on some bullshit. She definitely deserved to be ejected from the game. But on the other side of things, I felt like LeBron should have had 40. Or LeBron should have did what he did tonight when that after that lady heckled him. But I guess when you got like three people in the audience or whatever, doesn't mean as much. My issue isn't necessarily with LeBron James, though. My issue is the league's oversaturation of LeBron James because they put him up here. And they put everybody else down here. 
I mean, Kevin Durant, I think, is a better player than him currently, right now. But that's the only person I put above him. I think LeBron's the second best player in the world right now. And, you know, they talk about him breaking records all the time, but he's approaching a new record that they're unwilling to talk about. This man is about, you know, as of yesterday, because I don't know how many turnovers he had today, whatever. He is about, you know what I'm saying? He's about, he's about 20 turnovers from passing Carl Malone and all-time turnovers. Now, when Kobe Bryant broke the record for missed shots, he was public enemy number one. You know, it was Denver all over again. Over again. It was you're a rapist, you're a cheater, you're this, you're that, you're the third. You're the most selfish player ever. He never passes the ball. He's a ball hog. But when LeBron is about to pass Karl Malone for the most turnovers, no one bats an eye. No one says, hey, this dude is turnover prone. He's more than likely to turn over the ball. No one says a word. So that's what I mean by LeBron privilege. And then just the commentators and the sports analysts. There are analysts from Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, that he personally got hired in the ESPN to spread this LeBron is the GOAT thing. And I don't believe that. I think LeBron is definitely the best player of his era, but I don't think he's even top five of all time yet I think he's still got to win a, another championship then we can talk about him being top 5 but the GOAT I don't know man people throw the word GOAT around recklessly now Michael Jordan's been an undisputed GOAT for the last 30-40 years now and I don't even like Mike I never wanted to be like Mike. I wanted to be like Iverson. I wanted to be like Kobe. I never was a Jordan fan, but he's the best player I ever seen play basketball. But anyway, man, let me get off this shit, man, before um, LeBron Nation shuts this channel down, you know, because they're going to be crying and shit. You know, diapers finna be wet and all that and full of shit, so. Let's talk about the Anthony Davis decline. Like, I'm disappointed in Anthony Davis this season. He's got to be the most disappointing player to me. He's only averaging 22 and 8. That's hella disappointing. I don't even think he's top 10 in the league currently now. He's the most talented player, but... With the seasons that, you know, Katie, LeBron, Harden, Kyrie's having, you know what I'm saying, um, Jokic, Luka Doncic, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, where does AD fit? When you're on the decline and everybody either stayed where they were at or got better. That's what I want to know. Um, but Anthony Davis, the most disappointing player 
it just seems like when he won that championship, he just got comfortable. And we know AD is injury prone. We know that. But he was healthy most of the year and was healthy into the playoffs. So hopefully he steps his game up and gets back to that top five player I know he could be. Um, Let's talk about the Denver and Lakers game tonight. Man, it was a good game. I mean, Denver was up 12. It was halftime. And the Lakers were starting to creep back in the game. But the first four plays were fouls, which resulted in free throws. And I'm just sitting there looking at the game like, oh, here we go. They don't, you know, I don't like when the referees call certain shit for the Lakers. It's just corny. It's just like, let these dudes get back in the game on their own. LeBron and Anthony Davis don't need that type of help. They're talented and great in their own way, and so are their role players. So the Lakers go get back in the game. Denver knows that it's some bullshit. Denver knows that the calls are not going their direction. So Denver in the third quarter, they quit. They literally quit the game. They rage quit it tonight. They let the bad calls get to them. And and Nikola Jokic disappeared in the second half. The first half, he was beasting up. Second half, he turned into a bitch. Jamal Murray led with 20 points. But... My issue isn't necessarily with the bad calls. My issue was with tonight's game was with the Denver Nuggets. Mike Malone, two years ago, I liked him as a coach. But once the, the last two seasons, I don't like how he coaches. He's one of the worst coaches in the league. I know I say that about a lot of coaches, but... Tyron Lue is a better coach than Mike Malone right now. You want to know why? Tyron Lue's won a championship. Mike Malone has not. And it's more than Lue winning a championship. It's his lineups. Tyron Lue knows the right lineup to put in the game to match the other team's lineup. And Mike Malone tonight got outcoached by Frank Vogel. And that's the main reason why the Denver Nuggets lost tonight. It wasn't bad, just bad calls. That was like 5% of the reason. Mike Malone's bad coaching. Listen. Isaiah, I cannot believe Isaiah Hartenstein got more minutes than RJ Hampton, PJ Dozier, RJ Hampton. I mean, I already said RJ Hampton. Uh, Bobo, Zeke Naji. Then Michael Porter Jr. only got 19 minutes. 19 minutes today. That is ridiculous. Michael Porter Jr. should be starting over um, Paul Millsap or Will Barton. Honestly, Paul Millsap should come off the bench. He is washed. He, he had a good playoff series last year. He had a good playoff run last year, but 
The dude is washed. I think Nikola Jokic needs a better partner in the front court. And I think that's what they should do at the deadline. I told y'all last week that they should get Kevin Love. And Michael Porter Jr. should start. The only player that he gave good minutes to was Monte Morris. And he had 16 points on 7-10 shooting tonight. But the fact that Bobo, Zeke Naji, RJ Hampton, and PJ Dozier cannot get no clock is very te- is very suspect. And Isaiah Harten- Hartenstein, who the fuck is that? Got more minutes than Facundo, Campazzo, Bo, Naji, Hampton, and Dozier combined. Mike Malone not going into his bench. He admitted tonight that my guys ran out of gas. You want to know why? Because you're too fucking busy running seven deep. Or seven or eight deep for that matter. And that's not going to win you a championship, my dog. Denver is talented enough to go 10-11 deep. Bobo is sitting there rotting. He's not going to get any experience sitting on the bench. And neither is R.J. Hampton and Zeke Naji and, and P.J. Dozier. So I blame Mike Malone for this loss. And I just feel like he should get fired. I would have fired Mike Malone after tonight's game because they were hanging with the Lakers. And Malone didn't go into the lineup. You know, Phil Jackson, you know, some of the greater coaches of all time, you know, the Paul West Pauls and the goddamn, you know, niggas like that. If the starters weren't playing, were playing like shit, he would bench them and put in the and put in the bench to see if they do better. This nigga does not even attempt to do so. Frank Vogel played 10 niggas tonight at least. Look at this. Look at who played. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Mark Gasol, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, Taylor Hurt, and Tucker, Montrez Harrell. Everybody I just named got 20 plus minutes. Alex Caruso, 16 minutes tonight. On Denver, only eight players got 10 minutes or more. That was the difference tonight. Joker was dog shit tired. Because he played 34 minutes. So, uh, anyway. Let's move on to Kelly Oubre getting a career high. A 40 brick on Luka Doncic's head tonight. As Golden State beat the dog shit out of the Dallas Mavericks 147-116. to 116. Did we give Luka top five too quick? I believe so. We ain't me. Luka was not in my top five going into the season. I had him sixth. Luka's still in my top ten, though, but um, Dallas is playing horrible basketball. You want to know why? I mean, Kelly Oubre, man, 14 of 21, 7 of 10 from three. He was supposed to be this pedestrian nigga from three, and he led... I mean, he had 12 more points than Steph had. Steph had 28. Draymond Green 
had 15 assists tonight. He had a double-double. Shockingly, he finally... And the crazy part about this was Golden State was shorthanded. They only had played nine niggas tonight. And Dallas played their whole team. And they still got beat down. I think it's time for Rick Carlisle... This Rick Carlisle, it's time for, for, for you to get fired, too. Yeah, man. I mean, Dallas looks like they're declining and they're going in a different direction. I feel like Dallas needs a third guy because if you look at the league right now, everybody got big threes. Except the Lakers, but, you know, the Lakers have two guys that are good for... Three players. You, I mean, Luca and Porzingis is good, but they need a third guy. And the disappointing part about it is Rick Carlisle is not checking his team. He's not checking his team on, um, you know. He's not checking Porzingis. It's like, listen, you're 7'3". I would have Boban and Kristaps Porzingis out there at the same time if I got little-ass Golden State with no center out there. But Golden State did what they did against the Cleveland Cavaliers in that one NBA Finals. They spread the floor and let Draymond Green do the distribution. And that was the key to them winning that game. But Luka Doncic, bro, you you got 40 put on you by a guy that only averages 15 a game. That's crazy. But I feel like the league gave Luka too much too early. I think Luka's a top 10 player, though. I think he's in that 6 to 10 range, not that 1 to 5 range. That's for the big dogs. I still have Luka as an MVP candidate, too, but he slid down to 5th for me. Alright, let's talk about Fred Van Vliet getting a 54 Glock on Orlando, man. Jesus, 54 points? This man is 5'11", mind you. That was an incredible performance. But, you know, he did have a rookie in Cole Anthony checking him most of the game, so... Van Vliet just had one of those unconscious nights. Everybody has one. I mean, Kelly Oubre had a 40-piece tonight. Despite, yeah, I just feel like I got to give props to Fred Van Vliet for that. I saw the Nets in the Clippers game the other night. I think it was like uh, Tuesday night. And that looks like a finals preview. I would love to see those guys go at it in the finals. But more than likely, I wouldn't be surprised if if it's Nets-Lakers. But, you know, the Nets ended up winning the game. You know, it was a very close game. But, yeah, the Nets ended up beating the Clippers. I mean, Kyrie has been amazing this season. Kevin Durant is playing at an MVP level. And James Harden, in a reduced role, is playing the point. And he's doing a very good job. I prefer James Harden as a passer than a scorer. 
Um, let's get into Chloe Bailey real quick. This is gonna be a quick one. Um, everyone's upset at her for doing the uh, silhouette or bust it challenge, whatever the fuck she did. I think it was the bust it challenge, right? And you know, since she came into the game as a child star, you know, a lot of those child stars get criticized a lot for when they finally start to get you know a body on them and start busting it open and shit like that they get criticized and that's crazy to me because i'm like chloe bailey is 22 years old she's an adult she has a right to show her body off if she wants to and you know she had some type of a nervous breakdown on instagram when she was just trying to have fun but, you know, as far as the challenges and all that go, I'm not a hater. Like, let them niggas do their challenges, man. Stop hating on people for doing those challenges, man. That's their way of having fun. It's just like me and this sports talk shit, this, this rap shit. Let me have my talents. Let me have my fun. Let me talk my shit again. All right, Cardi, dropped, Cardi B dropped her new single called Up. I watched the video. The video is okay it reminds me of megan's uh video though a little bit not trying to say niggas 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 be biting and shit but i'm gonna get that video anyway you know i like cardi b you know what i'm saying that's my favorite commercial female rapper because you know my favorite current female rapper rhapsody so but i like i like cardi b man up is catchy as a bitch like everybody gonna be quoting them lyrics from that song even though that third verse was kind of corny but i get it the but i like the i like the uh bridge in the hook it's very simple it up reminds me of body but it's less annoying and the beat is hot so i give credit where credit is due now let's get to the meat and the potato let's get into the uh you know the main course these are my nba all-stars man all right in the east my starters are kyrie irving bradley bill kevin durant Giannis antetokounmpo and uh joel mb i mean obviously irving's having a hell of a year and he definitely is underrated still Bradley Beal is is having his best scoring output, but the Wizards as a team is not having the best output. I mean, KD, I already said, was an MVP candidate. Giannis is doing Giannis things. Joel Embiid is emerging as probably the leader of the MVP candidates. I just pray. You know what? I'm going to pray tonight that Joel Embiid doesn't have a major injury this season. Because he won't get MVP if he gets hurt. Alright. My bench for the East is James Harden, DeMontis Sabonis, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Nikola Vucevic, and the last choice is where I had an impasse. It's between Chris Middleton and Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is having a great season. Like, he plays his best when he's under Doc Rivers. 
Okay? Like, if I had a choice, it would probably be Chris Middleton. Because he's like 50, 40, and a 90, and, and he's even more efficient than he was last year and way better than he was last year. So I'd probably choose Middleton for that final spot. But Harris, if he gets in there, I wouldn't be mad. Now, my all-star starters for the Western Conference is Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Joker. I mean, Steph Curry is having a resurgence. He's having a comeback season. But anyway, man, my bench would be Paul George, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, Christian Wood, and Brandon Ingram. West is very tough to pick, okay? I mean, Anthony Davis, me personally, I'm 50-50 on whether he should even be an all-star this season because of his decline. That's why I didn't start him over Joker. I think Christian Wood is having a better year than fucking Anthony Davis. That's a personal opinion. I think Chris Paul is having a very good season. Brandon Ingram continues to put up all-star numbers, so. Alright, man. That's my shit, man. I'm about to get the fuck up out of here. I am tired as fuck. It is 219. I'm going to fucking bed. Peace out.